1: You'll find us here moving iron. Hello and welcome to Throwback Iron Podcast Number Two. This podcast is sponsored by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. Forgive Aaron, folks; he's only been on this podcast
0: twice. So, doing all right, buddy. Keep don't worry about it. Axon Tire would like to give the loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast a free, I'm free now, I'm free, free,
1: no doll hairs,
0: a mouse pad that gives you a resource to let you do the metric conversions between tires and and whatnot. Awesome. So, so you can take a look at, hey, you know what, I got a 520, I want to go do a whatever, you know.
1: 20.8? Get, get
0: some of that. So if you want one of those tire, one of those uh, mouse pad tire resources, go to axontiretips.com and there are some amazing Case studies in there So if you're really looking at What your tires are going to be doing for you And what the whole Gambit of that looks like Read those Read those blog posts Read those Case studies Because you're going to find Some really cool stuff About compaction especially Going on there about that So check that out Go to Axontiretips.com Fill out the uh, Form at the bottom And they'll send you Not one but two. 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 Dose That's right Dose Good job Dose Bilingual <laughs> Scott, <laughs> here, here this guy will send they'll send you one, two of those and uh, in the mail there so just give me your information until the Moving Iron Podcast sent you and uh, you can go from there
1: right on Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs at Valley Transportation our goal is to help you reach yours
0: and the cool thing about that it's the first time in 33 years diesel's been more than the truck that's right so if you fill
1: the truck i don't care if it's a brand new pete you fill the truck yeah sorry
0: it's exciting yeah that's good news but on that flip side of that no matter how you want to buy your ag equipment whether it's from a dealer an auction or a private party right on AgDirect can help you finance that you can even apply online at agdirect.com learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com
1: fantastic this segment is brought to you by TractorZoom, with access to over twenty billion dollars worth of heavy machinery sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Columns is the industry's trusted solution for transparent heavy equipment values and auctionable pricing insights.
0: You know, you know one thing about TractorZoom.
1: What's that? I would they drive you. really fast tractors. They do drive the good thing, Zoom. You know, they huh? they yeah. just commute in JCBs. They only
0: they only buy the fifty K <laughs> transmissions. That's all they get. There you <laughs> go. But the cool thing about them is, I, I they're like that. They're like the new kid in the block that showed up that is, that's actually moving the dial, right? You know what I mean, they're like the uh, it's like when Peyton Manning showed up to the Colts.
1: Ooh, yeah, you know what I mean? Or we're somebody. not really
0: going anywhere, but we got this kid from Tennessee, whatever. And next thing you know, boom, you got something like that. That's what I think of Tractor Zoom. Tractor Zoom to me is one of the the. the premier places to go look and see what's happening in the place because it's 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 totally different it's nothing like you're going to see in the marketplace so check them out correct it's it's nothing it's nothing like you're going to see anywhere else and the data that you get is just data that's all it is it's yep. not washed or whitewashed or strained or anything else it's all data and it's just perfect so check them out
1: now to that point real quick since you mentioned the sheriff <laughs> the sheriff what peyton's the sheriff oh that, yeah that's yeah, his yeah, nickname yeah, yeah. Let's let's not lose sight of the more important task he did, which is turn around one of the proudest franchises in NFL football, who he also retired into the Hall of Fame under. Right. Blanco, Blanco. Oh, you're talking Arrowhead West. I'm oh, oh <laughs> damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm tracking. That makes sense. I remember that. I remember Used that. to be. In Russ we trust. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll I just started that. Hashtag, hashtag, trademark. hashtag, there you go, there you, there you go. go, hashtag that. And rust we trust. All right, so what are we doing today, Aaron? Well, this is a uh, this is a second go for this. We like to do these episodes about three years apart. Three years, yeah, roughly, <laughs> yeah, roughly three years apart. The yeah. problem is this, ladies and gentlemen. I am not a host. I'm just the color guy. I'm a co-host. I don't. I can't. I can't lead. I can just be the jackass. So yeah. It's a little it's a little tough for me. If what I if I was to like dial in, it'd be like washout cycle, only like nineteen seventy three manure spreaders, right? What
0: what was the, what was champ's last name? Well, Bailey. Champ Bailey. Yep. You're the champ Bailey of this of this whole this whole thing. You know, you're gonna yell whammy every once in a while.
1: Oh no, 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 that's champ kind. On Man. I watched that at lunch whammy, today. Whammy, whammy. Is that a bat? No, they call that chicken of the cave. At least you didn't say I was brick. I'd like to
0: invite you to the party in my pants.
1: I would. I'd like to think I'm an even mix of Champ Kind and Brian Fantana. There you go. At least, yeah. You know, because sixty percent of the time it works every time. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know, that's how it is. Exactly. Right. Well, on this edition episode, if like you will, that. I will. And on I this will. edition, yeah. I of the uh, Throwback Iron podcast, we had this idea, and it came to Casey, of course. That's why we're doing it. To uh, it came to me in a dream. <laughs> back in, <laughs> it, it kind of did. You're probably at work staring at your computer and be like, oh, I got it. Um, We had this idea, you know, back in the day being teen boys. We're the damn near the same age, year apart. And we uh, tinkered on pickups, you know, shop, spending time in the shop like teen boys do, you know. I wish mine did a little more, but just kidding, guys. But, uh, That's something we all do You know It's that It's that ride of passage Exactly And this last weekend I actually had my Personal (laughs) 25th year High school reunion Go Dragons Woo So uh, We thought This would be A good Secondary Jumping off point Mm -hmm. So Casey My buddy Yep buddy Old 73 in the house Old buddy Yeah Let's hear your first shop story because he he's the nerd, but he's also the way better renter than I am. I I can't if if I can change tires, we are cooking with gas, man. So growing up, I had in my uh,
0: before my uh, before I was born, my dad was a he, was, he worked for an auto auto garage someplace, you know, and and uh, Shorty Gable. I was his boss. I was Shorty Gable. Shorty Gable was... Uh,
1: How come people don't have names like that
0: no more? <laughs> I don't know. Shorty. Shorty was the coolest guy on the planet, man. We, I tell you what, we would we would go to these shop things, and my dad worked for Shorty for, I don't know, five or six years, something like that. And I don't remember the exact time frame, but basically my dad got out of high school, went to the community college, went through uh, auto mechanics class, and, and went through uh, auto body and all that, you know, and went to work for a family friend town had a, had a garage and shorty uh, shorty gable's garage you know and uh his real name is richard gable but <clears throat> everybody called him shorty
1: now and, if you were going to build a shop yeah. they a lot of low because if i'm if i'm going to take my lifted chevy pickup to a garage i don't want to go to shorty gable it might get scratched on the roof well i can tell you that shorty shorty's
0: name was was not an ironic name. He wasn't like the 6'5 guy they called Shorty. He was... He's actually a short. He was like 5'5, five, five, and he was Shorty.
1: Those um, guys are good techs. They, they can reach everything. They are.
0: And I remember my dad telling me stories about Shorty, and Shorty would, you know, he worked on all kinds of stuff, and, and Shorty would tell him stories about when he would, you know, he worked on an engine, and they pulled the piston out of this engine. It was big enough that he could get inside of the actual cylinder wall and work on whatever he was working on inside inside this thing, you know. And... So my dad worked for him for a long time, whatever else, and then you know he had kids and moved on to the oil industry and whatever else. But but you know, fast forward, you know, from the time I was I was born in 1977, so I was uh, 15 years old in 19 let's see 87 plus five would get you what 80 93, right? So no
1: 92 92
0: 92 90, and I got my first truck. I got an old beat up white chevy pickup two wheel drive uh, chevy so, pickup if you go back and listen, like a rock <clears throat> if you go back and listen to throwback iron 1.1 dust know, it off dust it <laughs> off that's from a year ago go back and listen to that one you hear all about that but i get this truck and um the first experience that i got working on a on a truck was um get this truck take it over to you know Growing, moving back to Eldorado, Kansas. You know, we lived in Eureka, Kansas. Moving back to Eldorado, Kansas, and um, I get this truck and we take it to my grandpa's house. And my, my grandma, grandpa had a had a big shop out, you know, next to their house, and put it in there. And going through, it, I don't remember what, what we were doing. My dad was doing whatever, and he's like, "Hey, case you wanna, you gotta do this. Learn how to do it." And I'm like, "I don't know how to pop out here and I'm gonna I'm gonna break something." And you know, you just keep doing what you're doing. He's like, "Okay, All right, cool, no problem." So you know, fast forward couple of years and I'm you know i think i was 14 then so i'd have been like 91 or 92 or something like that
1: fast forward to like isn't, it, isn't it funny yeah small town america yeah. ain't nobody gets a car when you're 16 no. <laughs> that's some bitch is half worn out man yeah I mean, i'd put a hundred thousand miles on by the time i was 16 but and you know every route around town where sure. the cops
0: aren't sitting exactly yeah the roads they don't watch yep exactly hell yeah and uh so i get i get this truck and and uh you know fast forward you know and i'm the first time that i really get into wrenching on a vehicle was i was going someplace uh don't remember where i was going or why i was going there but the engine had had two pistons and two two uh um, push rods or not push rods um cylinder arms detached from from the crankshaft and knock a hole in the side of the engine
1: oh damn right
0: so the uh get it back, you know, I, I call my dad up and like, hey, my truck's not running, it's whatever. You know, he goes, yeah, oh, that's weird. He goes, get underneath it and tell me what you see. And I go, Oh, there's oil everywhere. He's like, What? There's oil everywhere. He's like, Yeah, I go, there's oil, there's all over the ground down here. He's like I never i never I've only heard this noise one time. And it was like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> So So so... We we get it, and that's when I learned how to. Uh, my dad gave me like a crash course on how to tow a vehicle with a tow rope. You know, oh yeah. You, you're oh the damn,
1: one. you got to use a rope. Oh yeah. Shit, yeah. I'm still using chains. Yeah, this was. Uh, so you here. Get the arm out the window. Slow, slow down. Slow he go, down. He
0: goes. Here's the deal. He goes. You know, these roads come back home, so you can. You're slowing me down. I'm not slowing you down because there's a rope between us. All right. You know. So he goes. He goes, when you see me hit my brakes, my, I'll tap the brakes, and the light comes on, and you just start slowing down. Like, cool. He goes, do not jump on the brakes, no matter what. Pulling that thing back in, first stop sign, what it hits his brakes, what, what do I immediately do? Jump on, stamp on the brakes, oh, snap, the, snap the rope, you know, just, <laughs> and dad's like, God damn it. You know, he's screaming and yelling comes walking back you know we get we get a piece we get a piece back together and what he had was you know oilfield guy so he's got a chain right and like we got just like three quarters of a rope right so we tied this chain this rope to the chain and do this whole thing get him back in town so i figured you know crash course you know learn my learn my lesson there and now I, I, I figured out how to do it slowing him down and everything else we get him back into town and uh pull my truck in the garage Out out the uh, oh goodness out to to the shop out there at the uh, my dad where my dad worked at he had an old way back when you know there's a shop back there that he could that you'd keep like a a couple different trucks in but since then they they'd done away with that service so this was just a big empty building and you had place in there so get the truck put in there and go through the thing and my next experience was going to a salvage yard and finding finding an engine so that was my that was my initial. That was my very first shop story of sorts where you know we tore the whole engine down took it all apart new heads what did we use the same use the same heads but we rebuilt the heads put new springs and lifters and all that stuff in it and and new you know got the got the crank down to the machine shop and they they got everything honed back up and balanced and everything else and we got everything school good to go and put it all back together and that was the uh the beginning of many, <laughs> many, 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 times where we, we worked on that truck, and it was probably the coolest thing for me because I learned, as, as weird as it sounds, I learned a lot of, um, you know, problem-solving type scenarios there. Like, oh yeah, if A's happening, then B is probably your answer. Probably. Right. So that that whole idea of of, of going through that 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 shop that thing you know and I still go back to that place every once in a while my dad still has the same place we go back to the same place and I look at that place and I'm like man if that place could talk you know there's a lot of a lot of stories that come out of there
1: oh absolutely mine are not nearly or I don't have like a good one I just have lots of little ones that involve me not listening or dad not listening to me and one of us screwed something up yeah my my first experience with the 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 problems of being a abnormal sized human, you know, in in a shop story. This is one of my favorite shop stories. So I had a 82 Chevy pickup with a 62 in it. 62 okay. diesel. Right on.
0: Okay.
1: Hell yes, right on. Mm-hmm. To the core. So I had this issue driving down the road. Your glow plugs start going off. Well, your glow plug controller screws in at the back of the engine in the valley. You had to take the air filter and all that shit off to get to it. Because those back in that day, you know, just had the old same air filter your pickup had. Right. You know, yep. same can on top of the engine. Well, it was like this. And I didn't know what the hell this meant back then, but it was... It's this little... It's probably this tall, and it's got real big, you know, hex sure. pattern on it. Yep. Screwed in by hand, or you pipe dope it, and then you screw it in by hand, and then you wrench it snug. And my dad is over there going, don't over-tighten that. It's just pop metal. I heard that a million times. You're going to break it. And I'm like. Oh, from the guy who I've seen snap off all kinds of shit because you know the funny thing about that is don't over tighten it. Okay, what what the hell does that mean? Right, I'm like t- like like what do you mean talking
0: like a qu- like tight and then like a quarter turn? I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. Right, what is don't over tighten? Well, it? it's just
1: like why the hell would we need a torque wrench? Right, exactly. what's that right. for? Yeah, I'm exactly. like, well, you're supposed to torque wheels and shit. He's like, you just as tight as you can, and it. Uh,
0: yeah, add a little bit of that too. A little. Uh, my dad's favorite. My dad's favorite line was, "Now you understand that's a quarter inch. You're using a quarter inch on that. Don't." Because my thing was like, I just get, a and yeah. get the quarter I inch three eighths. Yeah. I use three eighths for everything. But I get the, I get the quarter inch adapter, so you get like the, the really small stuff. And he'd be like, "Why do you why do you use the three eighths on that? I'm like, why, "Why would I keep changing wrenches? I just right." Got one this thing.
1: one's warm.
0: He goes. <laughs> now, he goes. Don't over tighten that. And I'm like,
1: all the
0: way around. You know, you rip the head off. And he'd be like, I told you not to over-tighten. And I'm like, what, what the hell does that mean? Right. That's a relevant statement you're making to me, Father.
1: Absolutely. Now. But she enjoyed
0: that when I said that.
1: The rest of the story. Now you ass kicked. <coughs> I snapped it off, right? Well, the beauty of it is it screws into that valley. Mm-hmm. Well, that whole thing is solid, except for where the, th- where the threads are. That part's hollow. Just why not, you know? So you snap it off, level with the top of the deal it screws into. Thank God that thing has two bolts and it comes out. So, mind you, this was because the rest of my stuff is just like stupid teenager shit. Like, I cut off my mufflers with a hacksaw. Right on. I cut off my running boards with a hacksaw. Didn't do that. Or with an L head grinder. Because okay. I got tired of sawing sideways. So I was like, piss on that. Just gone. Where's your running boards? I'm like, ah, they're muddy. I'm just tired. Son of a bitch. Can't take care of anything. Yep. Everything. Yep. Results. Everything in my life dates back to that. So net wrap in my tractor. Because I can't take care of anything. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the funny part of this story is those that follow me on social media know I like my toys and they gotta be a certain way and that kind of shit right sure, yeah, tire sure. geek wheel geek all that kind of familiar, shit familiar with that. <laughs> very so the tire guy in Hebron next town over and I were pretty tight cause he'd be like I'd be like hmm you know what I should do cause I had like three sets of wheels right right <laughs> like, well, why, why wouldn't you yeah, yeah it's two wheel drive pickup you gotta have your cool set you got to have your I'm just doing whatever set and then you got to have your winters coming. Sure. Right. Or yeah. or it's rained a lot back in that country. And so I was constantly buying these $10 like 15% used tires but they were white leather and they looked cool. Sure. You course. know. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Throw some mudders on the back be like oh damn. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. About to get serious. So he was also a diehard GM guy, and he happened to have a salvage six-two in the back of the building with that adapter in it. Ah, so founder. founder. So what my dad thought was going to be this. Well, that'll teach him. I was like, I got this adapter for five bucks from Ralph, and he's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh goodness. <clears throat> One of my favorite shop
0: st- I got two favorite shop stories. One was course my dad grew up as you know he's a mechanic grew up you know grew up working on stuff wrenched on stuff and you know spent a lot of time doing a bunch of mechanic stuff and those kind of things so he could easily spot like oh i saw what you're doing here you know what i mean right <clears throat> so i got two stories one is first story is we're getting uh he he, he uh calls me and says hey get your truck ready to go because at the time i had a miss had a miss in it. he goes We try to try other stuff. We're gonna get, we're gonna do a couple different out, different tests. I got test light. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna make sure it's, you know, top dead center and everything's working like it's supposed to. And then we're gonna, you know, we're gonna put a new, a new set of of, of spark plug wires on there. He goes, so take it out the shop, get the hood up and everything. You know, I'll be out there in about 30 minutes. I'm like, you know what, Dad, don't worry about it. Don't not worry about it. I'll make sure this thing's dialed in. Something like him. I'm thinking. You know what? Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get it out here, and we're gonna put new spark, spark plug wires on anyway. Let's take them all off. <laughs> did them I on. did that one. Take them all off, my dad. It gets out there, and I'm like, he goes, "Hey, good dad, I did some prep work here. Where it go? Just let me know what we need to do next." And he goes, "Cause I took, I took the spark plug out, <laughs> spark plug wires off, took all the spark plugs out, and put new spark plugs in." And he goes, uh, "Where's the?" Uh, Where's spark plug wires at? I go, I took them off. He goes, you, you took them off, huh? Okay, uh, yeah, you don't do that. You take them off one at a time. <laughs> and you find the one that's the same length, and you, and you, and you do it that oh, way. Oh, damn. So this is before Google, right? This is right. like 1992, right? You this know? is go to Napa yeah. and
1: get a book. That's yeah. what I so had we to we
0: went, do. went down, we had a good friend. Dad had a good friend that worked down at the one of the auto parts store. Go down there. His name is Lance, Lance Riley, if I remember right. But, anyways, no, I said, no, his first name was Lance, and he would. Uh, he, Dad walks in and he goes, "Hey, I need a firing order for a 350 engine." You know, and he goes, "I'm guessing it's like a 78 or 79 engine." Right. He goes, I need the firing order for that, and he gives it to him he goes, they're all the same. You know, here you go. He go in there and he like he doesn't give it to him like doesn't give him a schematic. He like draws like here's the distributor cap, <laughs> like, here's the posts all the way around it. And he's like putting one, three, seven, two, you know, all the way around. And he dials it all in. And we get back in there and we were out there forever. And I'm like, I'm watching him do this. And I'm like, dad, that's not. I'm looking at the diagram. He like, you look at the diagram, you tell me where I need to put this one at. Because, you know, he's up underneath the hood, you know, whatever. And uh he he's looking at it, and I go, I go, hey, you need to put that. Okay, I go, so I was going like, okay, so front middle one, go three to the right that's whatever you know and I was doing that. I was doing that. oh my it god it took us I mean it took us we were we'd get off one or whatever you know and anything else and, and uh, he goes God love my dad he would never get so like when we were working on Now when I when I was out doing stupid shit he would come down on me like a ton of bricks but whenever we are working on something he was the most patient person on the planet oh that is you know what I mean he'd be like no he goes are you sure three over he go i'm gonna I go look right here see because he i can't i can't see anything right now you <laughs> gotta you gotta tell me is it three over or is it two over you know and he, he would do this whole thing so oh, we get in, to get all dialed in and i remember i i was that i would i would go out and buy my own set of tools you know i spent i spent a whole summer working and i spent like uh no, we're talking like ninety-three money here. Where I spent, I spent a thousand dollars
1: on tools. Ninety-three money—that's right. big shit, man. Yeah. that's I, deep I had, pockets, dude. I had top box, bottom box. That's what a cast. I'm going to tech school tomorrow. Type that's death row records, time. man. Right there. Yeah. Right,
0: right. So, so we get we get this thing all, all all dialed in. Get the uh, distributor wrench out. You know, crack the, and the speed up and slow down, and. That was another thing that I did. I was like, oh, before I do this, I'm going to go ahead and set the, because uh, I knew what I was doing, right? So I, I cracked uh, the thing up, and I'm mess. like, because I remember we well, I watched my dad do this, and he's like, okay, so if you take it to the right, you know, I can't remember right or left, or right, I don't remember what it was, but take it to the right, it speeds up the timing. Engine speeds up, you know, you know and then if you speak to the left, you know, and of course my dad had done it enough to where he could take it, and he could listen to the engine, and he right. could tell you like he could he'd be like oh okay, yeah, right there, and he'll tighten it in, then he'll get he get this, the light out, and he might be off, you know a thirty second or something like that, you know, and he could take it and just kind of twist it just a little bit or whatever way, but he was like real close, like oh yeah I got this. second time I've ever done it I'm dialed in, <laughs> crack that yes. thing open I I take that distributor and I like twist it just and my truck goes oh damn
1: going
0: crazy and I'm like. Tell my dad, and he's like, "What'd you do?" I was like, "Why?" Well, you know, I, I, like you did. You were, you were like listening to it, trying to make. It. He goes, "I've done this a thousand times. You've done it twice." <laughs> he goes, "Don't oh, ever do right. this again," you know. And so he, he twists it back together and puts it together.
1: But those kind of those kind of those those are some really fond memories. Oh yeah. Heart, you, know? you know what's funny about that? I didn't ever. I never owned a distributor for years. Really? Yeah because i had that diesel pickup oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like when you guys that's what i always comment on like your mowers got problems if it has a carburetor i have no idea get it the hell out of here right, if you yeah. can't start it on carb cleaner and gas and keep it running mm-hmm. punt yeah because i don't have the slightest idea now i can do like diesel shit above what I should be able to with zero education just from being around it all the time. So when you guys were, you know, were hot rodding up and down the street and that kind of shit and tweaking your carbs and the only thing I could do is flip the air cleaner upside down and leave a lot of damn smoke down Main Street. Yep. Because I straight piped that six too. Yep. You know, one of the hacksaw stories. But... In order to not get caught, I measured under the pickup and I bought these, I think it was six foot pieces of three and a half inch pipe, mm-hmm. three inch maybe, that's six to at little pipes, maybe two and a half, three at the biggest. So I went to the front of the muffler and I cut it off, right? And then I just took these straight pipes and I got these just random, you know, generic hangers Yep. and hung them off the frame just under the pickup box. And then the first time I did it, I did not have the clamps tight enough. I went on a date with this girl and we're rolling down the road. And mind you, this pickup was a Silverado, right? Silverado. So it had the blue carpet and the blue seat and all that. And I bought a crushed velvet. What year was this truck? 82. Was it Custom Deluxe? No, it was a Silverado. Silverado. Yeah, 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 I had carpet, man.
0: Was it a heavy half?
1: No. I wish.
0: That's the fucking coolest name for a truck. I know.
1: Heavy half. Oh, dude, there's so many of them square bodies. Mm-hmm. Special editions and shit. Mm-hmm. So we're going down the road, and this is like, I'm a three, and she's like a 38. Not age, like ranking. Right. Like, she's a 10 times three, you know? Yeah. Like, That's way right. out of my league. Driving this old beater, And the fucking, or excuse me, the exhaust clamps uh-huh. let go so we're straight pipe dumping at my feet nice <laughs> yeah get a little rumble that is high yeah. class living right there man yeah. but anyway long story short so i got them pipes clamped back on there well we we don't have an exhaust tube bender or anything like that and i can't reach out for advice because i was never supposed to straight pipe that pickup don't do that Mind you, the first time I do it, dad pulls in the yard. I'm sitting in the pickup, mm-hmm. what did I tell you? You'd be like, well, are you gonna, are you gonna weld the mufflers back on, man? Yeah. yeah. It's like too late now. I figured that That's part. That's one thing nice
0: about diesel is you don't have to worry about back pressure. Right. No back but no anything you need to worry about.
1: But what I did is I shot those tailpipes right into the ass end of the pickup and <laughs> right the wiring. Like for the lights and stuff, yeah. It took like a year because, like the next fall, a girl in my class hit my pickup backing out in the high school parking lot. So between all of that, I got it repainted. Yeah. That was like happy, happy senior, you know, all redone, right? Yeah. Sexy, sexy. Got them wheels painted, you know, to oh, sure. factory colors and whatnot. Yep. So get it all redone and that's when we discovered well he's like I took that bumper off and the tail light they still worked but the dude took the bumper off to like do the some of the body and paint you know and everything and the damn harness just fell to the ground I was like because you know when those lights don't work it's not a good time for them to not work yeah nothing ever works Quits working at like 9 in the morning. It's always like yeah. 11. That's exactly right. <laughs> nothing good happens after midnight.
0: Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: a lot of good things happen after midnight. Nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, nothing that's going to keep you out of trouble.
1: That's no, fair, no, mind you. But that's how you have a podcast with stories. That's right. And we'll get to some of those. So, Just kidding. We never will. But
0: that, that, well, I'd love to tell those stories. For <laughs>
1: I got a lot of great stories
0: that happened Ooh. after midnight. Lots. lot. <clears throat> um, so anyone that's listening to this podcast from El Dorado, Kansas, which I think there's no one that listens to this podcast from there, but going down Central, right, and you and right Central and Summit, and you go back one block, I think it's uh, one block east, that's High Street. So everybody, I mean, <clears throat> You go down that road, and you take off flying down this road. And
1: Nobody's just, in a hurry. Always take High Street.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you take you go down flying down High Street, and it was, for whatever reason, that, that particular intersection between High and whatever the cross streets were, there was a big... Was between a, High and Hungry? It could be. It could be. But there was a big dip in, like...
1: Oh, you know, like was, a storm drain? Almost.
0: It was, it was a weird deal. Like an like, eastern
1: Colorado town. But it was, like, the
0: only place in the town that I had and it was one there and then on the next next block down another one so I'd, I'd come off central and just hammer of course we're doing it at you know two o'clock in the morning or whatever come screaming down the way and you hit that first dip and you know, you know you get on oh the my speed, god kind of, but I wouldn't I wouldn't let out of it at all i just keep right going and I hit the second one and I remember like hitting that hitting that first jump and I'm like looking up and then you don't see houses anymore. <laughs> you don't see trees anymore. All you see is stars in the sky. Oh damn! There's nothing else in your field of view. I'm like, yeah, I need to go down. You sparks flying, everything, you know, going. In. And
1: nothing. You didn't break a thing.
0: Not a thing. Well, I mean, I wore some stuff out. I didn't break anything though. But I wore you didn't some stuff like out.
1: hit the oil. The oil pan didn't break or nothing. Yeah, there's a few of those. <laughs> I got a story about that anyway. <laughs> so
0: it, it, now, in, now, in, so in this truck I had. The thing about this truck that was that was very unique. It was a special edition '81 Chevy pickup. It had Ford Topaz bucket seats in it, (laughs) so that was a a weird option. There's a few. It was really unique option.
1: Ford Topaz.
0: (laughs) So he had these. (laughs) So he had these Ford Topaz. Guy bought it from. He had these Ford Topaz bucket seats in there because they they were free. Yeah, that was there, they have matching. But oh, yeah. The reason he put them in there because they were free. He wanted a bucket of seats and these were free. Right. So what he did was, instead of going into the actual seat mounts, which is there for a reason. I don't know if you knew that or not. Right. They're actually there it's for a reason. Part of the structure. Yeah, part of the structure. Yeah, I just drill a hole and put them in whatever. <laughs> so I had this. Just through that
1: little yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: just a little thing. No, no big deal. And he had a seat belt and everything but the seat belt was bullshit. It didn't work, you know, whatever. And in between the seats, you know, I had, there was a milk crate. Like a legitimate. oh console
1: hell yes no, no, man
0: it was a milk crate for someone to sit on while we we're driving down the road right oh. so, so
1: so so it was flat side up yeah flat side uh, up flat well side you up. turn that upside down you got a console right
0: and I had, some, I had some speakers behind the seat I had some MX10s
1: never could do that I'm 6'6 six, six. and it was uh, they were I they was were, just bumping the, the lots of treble on the 4x10s yeah and it
0: was, <laughs> it was back behind there so anyway get everything get everything going and we got, got everything squared away and hitting these things, you know, I got the, I got the, the, you know, the friend of mine on, in the passenger seat, got the kid on the crate, you got me, we're jumping these things, and I remember hitting that second one, we come up, we come back down, and the kid on the crate hits his head on the ceiling, you know, and the other kid's all over the place, I'm like bracing myself against the steering wheel, so I, I mean, I'm doing this for, for, I don't know how many, just, whenever I get a free minute, right? just driving around, you know, and like it's a circuit. Like a, yeah, it's a thing. We got to get yeah. our
1: points up. Exactly. Hit it harder.
0: Each time, each time got a little bit faster, a little bit faster. <laughs> and the thing about it was, when you, when you, the last one you jumped, the last jump you went to, the street that you stopped at the stop sign was a very busy street, even at two o'clock in the morning. There's cars. So you had to be like, as soon as you come up, and as soon as you feel like you're like you're hitting to the ground, you you're come on come. the brakes. Oh shit! And you're sideways, as you slide in the stop sign. Right? Center. <laughs> So you get you get this thing on, And then So I get my You know Obviously my truck's steering Like shit A-arms are bent, Right know, Ball joints are bad And drag links are out And everything and So My dad is looking at this thing And he's like Have you been Have you been Have you been Jumping your truck <laughs> And I go What do you mean jump on? What do you mean jump on my truck I don't Like on a ramp or something He's like He's like no I mean like He goes Look at this The, the the cross member cross you know right the frame is all like gouged like, I'm like oh shit man.
1: scrape marks oh, shit. Scra- huge
0: scrape marks and he's like <laughs> he's like my wheels are my wheels are like in you know like this and he's like he goes it, it almost looks like you've been like taking your truck and like, somehow been like jumping over something he had no idea what I've I'd been doing I, you know and I'm like oh, I'm shit. like, no nah, man I don't, I don't know Why would I how would I do that I mean did I take it to a ramp someplace and he's like he's like stop jumping your truck okay (laughs) stop it right now so that was my that was my first addition that was my first introduction to front-end mechanics right so gotcha new draglings new ball joints you know getting the old you know uh tuning fork out and popping the ball joints out getting uh um putting the a-frames in i mean old a-frames before you had what you have now you know with the CB shafts and all those kind of things getting all that stuff squared away and uh, doing that, and <laughs> my dad's like, "We're, we're going to." This is my dad, and I, and I love I love him to death. He goes, "Here's what we're going to do." So, however your truck's set up right now on that, on those, those drag links, you know, on, on the, on the ball joints and stuff like that, there's there's a like a big piece of all thread, you know, right. screwed in there, and he goes, "We're going to count the threads, all right?" And those, threads oh, are gonna, those threads are going to tell you. When you screw these next ones back in, by God, this is this will be will be tightly right on, be dialed in. Don't have to worry about anything. Everything's gonna be squared away. So I'm like, counting them over here. I'm like, well, what constitutes a threat? I mean, like this is like a half of. Th- I mean, what are we talking about? So I'm like, oh, I, like I, I think that. it's I think it's thirteen. He goes, he right, goes. I'll get him. He goes, yep, thirteen. That's the right number. We dial that thing in there, and like two weeks of doing this, my freaking front tires are like this side. You know, like this. The, right the right side the outside cords and, and so like look what happened like he, he goes what happened to your tires like i don't know i'm just been been driving around take it in you know of course it's way out of balance you know out of whack you know we get it tuned back up and everything else and and uh he goes uh again do not be jumping your truck so now i didn't jump my truck anymore at all i didn't do that anymore what i did do was drive over road tracks <laughs> so when you have a when you have a you don't have the ground clearance to get over it. Right. So what you do is you'd hit that, that kind of that ramp thing. you kind of go blah, 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 and you try to jump yep. over it. And
1: you ought to at least bottom out twice on the yeah, other side. Yeah, so i
0: come up, you know, you kind of pop up, and bam, you know, you jump over the first one. And you just keep in it, I mean, you, can't, you can't get out of it. And, and you ride on the frame of the truck, and you get across there. Because here's the thing, if you got on the other side of this railroad track, hell's a good place to party. Oh, because nobody's going to
1: find you. Because what's a cop going to drive his car across that? Right. Negative. Right. See, the closest thing I have to that to kind of wrap up number two here. We're kind of we're kind of on a theme though. We're going to throwback might be back from the dead, brother. (laughs) But uh, eighth grade year, I was a thrower in track. I hated track. Hated track with everything inside of me. We had a track meet. Mom and dad both worked in town at that point, and I was sick that morning. So, shocking. Yeah. I, I, you had I, COVID before it was cool. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I did. I'm like, I feel like I ate a bat and I can't taste anything, can't smell. So, about, about mom got home about three or so. So, I think about 10 30, 11 o'clock, I went out and got my pickup. And I was an eighth grader, fourteen. I had a '67 GMC X Forestry Service pickup, oh, nice. 305 V6, four speed, four wheel drive. Not one single other option known to man on the pickup. 455 year end. No, like super high, like 342. Okay,
0: so you were, you weren't the tower of power, but you were the. I might take me forever, but I'm going to get to 100 miles an hour by Tuesday.
1: Yeah, kind of, kind of. I know it was, I know for a fact, I don't remember off the top of my head, I know for a fact it was higher than 373 but lower than 308 because I had several squared bodies like that. Mm -hmm. It was a lugger, Mm -hmm. so it might have been in the 373, 410 range actually. Anyway, this beautiful mint green turd of mine, I went out and drove her. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to go, maybe I'll go dig stickers. I'm like, that's what I'll do. I played hooky from track because track sucks. But I'm going to go dig stickers, thistles, out in the pasture. Okay. That's and dad will be like, well, okay, I guess, you know, because I did farm stuff, you know, and I did it well. Well, I didn't so much as dig a first sticker and fall guy starts popping into oh, my sure. head, right? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I'm the world's biggest colt. Oh, my God. Colt Seaver fan. Colt Seaver, yeah. Colt Seaver right. yeah. fan on earth. On earth. Not nearly as much as that gorgeous 83 GMC K20. Mm-hmm. Five. K25. But, um, so I'm out there in the pasture, and I'm like, ooh, a draw. Vroom. Poof. Sweet. Another draw. Vroom. Poof. Yeah. Mind you, this thing has no Towers. power steering, right? Yep. So when you land, you just hope for the best. Because it's going where it wants. That's right. Yeah. So I take one last big old, I'm like, I'll hit that. Like it used to be a terrace and a field back in the 50s or 60s, and it was CRP. Back in the day. Back in the day. And I gave that old 305 some juice and lost it. I hit a rut, veered to the left, and I'm like, okay, it stopped. I'm alive. Pickup's not wrecked. And I get out and look, and the right-hand wheel is at a at least a forty-five. Sure. Yeah. At least. So I'm like, shit, because like it's one o'clock, mom's close to home, so I walk a mile and a half back to the house, and I get the eleven thirty-five, and a chain, and I drive out there on the furthest, like where Dad's never gonna look at the field, right? Sure. Yeah. No tracks. No tracks That's at all. That's what you think.
0: That's what you think anyway. Yeah. Right.
1: No. this is The, the story gets better. So I take that log chain, just a 3-8 log chain, wrap it around the frame, and drape it in the bottom tugs of the quick hitch, pull the pickup home. Like, better than any tow truck ever could have, right? So I get to the yard and realize I can't turn very well. So I'm kind of like doing the back and forth seesaw, and I... I'm like, ah, shit, I'll park it up by the shed with that tire facing away from where anybody ever, ever looks, right? It's the old loader shed. Didn't, didn't touch the pickup for a couple months, and by that point, I had bitched about it a lot because of no power steering. It's a stick, no radio, you know, all that. And dad's like, well, tough shit. <laughs> that's, that's your pickup. Enjoy. But I did have a beaded did seat cushion. Did you use
0: Bluetooth on your, on your phone?
1: Um, no, no, we only had like 3G out there (laughs) and I could never get the Bluetooth to work. So we're standing there for like, it's, this is two months later, Casey. I have forgotten about it. I am free and clear when the day comes that I can drive to school, I'll go get in it and I'll drive to town and the wheel will fall off and it won't be my fault and we're good to go. Right. We're standing there and my uncle goes, what the hell did you do to your pickup? And my heart like fell out of my heel. It sank. And I said, What do you mean? He goes, That right front wheel's like out of 45. And I'm like, Oh my God, what happened to my pickup? So I go walking up there and I'm like, Man, did that happen when I was digging thistles last weekend? And Dad's like, I highly doubt it. <laughs> and I said, Well, I don't know what it could have been. Saving grace it was already cracked where it broke ah. because up underneath on that axle mm-hmm. there was that orange gasket in a tube shit ah. that they patched the hole with. Yep. So I took an ass chewing for a week and then I laid under there and I'm like, because I'm like, fine, I'll fix it. I'll have dad teach me how to weld and I'll fix it even yeah. though it's cast, you know, sure. what the hell. Yeah. little JB weld. JB weld, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So I'm laying under there, and I'm like, I had never felt so good in my life. I'm like, it's not my fault. It was already broke. This is great. So I showed Dad to this day. It's still my fault. Until
0: he listens to this podcast.
1: <laughs> no, they know they know this story. Oh, okay, but it's still my fault because wasn't even leaking. <laughs> Couldn't have been too big of a crack. I'm like it was a tube of orange shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. So that's that's the. Uh, Children and vehicles. Good thing we both have sons driving.
0: Yeah, so I'm
1: excited about that because, yeah, good times. I just feel so damn car. bad for Ben Seymour having to walk home all the time because that Ford leaves him high and dry. He'll walk
0: home because huh? I make him walk home more than anything. He'll be like, oh, just leave it parked where you're at. I'll have
1: your mom come pick me up. You can Gas is over $4. Walk home. Yeah, You can either it. drive there and walk home yeah. or walk both ways. It's up to you. We've had that conversation several times already. So, yeah. So you guys probably have Uber in the city, don't you? More,
0: more of him walking and those kind of things are the shenanigans that
1: he pulls. Well, I understand that. And that, that was that's just really a side note, to, yeah. which has nothing to do with the era. You know, Uber, Uber, back in the day, said Deschler Public Schools on the side. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only chance you were getting a ride anywhere. You know what we should do for
0: Moving Iron or Moving Iron Throwback Iron Podcast Number Three?
1: Talk about farm equipment. Or we should force. get Brad
0: Seymour on here and talk about the mud truck and mud racing hell
1: yes i got it only if we get that famous quote so i'll talk to brad (laughs) being a pit crew on the old mud truck that, that was
0: that was a good time
1: square body square body yeah well what do you think buddy i feel like we've hit her i feel like it's december 23rd and we ought to wrap her up we should we should okay casey Appreciate you being on. If folks want to reach out to you, how do they do that on several platforms?
0: Best way to do that, hit me up Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Also go to Moving Iron Podcast on LinkedIn. And you can also find us here on Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. And uh, you can do that, do that from there. Aaron, what's the best way to find you?
1: Well, I am pretty active on the Twitterverse at Aaron Fintel, A. A. Ron. Also by name on Facebook, LinkedIn, by email at aaron.fintel at movingironllc.com, or you can call me, text me, 308-760-1193. Right on. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Throwback Iron Podcast. Dose, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time Find us here moving out.